Then a hand touched me and set me trembling on my hands and knees. And he said to me, Oh, Daniel, man greatly loved, understand the words I have for you. Stand upright, for now I have come to you. When I heard his words, I stood up trembling. And he said, Fear not, Daniel, for from the first day you set your heart to understand your words have been heard, and I have come because of your words. The prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me 21 days, but Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me. For I was there with the kings of Persia, and I have come to you to help you understand what is to happen to your people in the latter days. For the vision is for things yet to come. An interesting story, huh? Yes, it's very fascinating. Yeah, like I, like I had told you, this, this is actually found in one of the holy books. And I have it right here if you want to if you want to read, starting right there in those days, you can read, read there the same story. In those days, I, Daniel, was mourning for three weeks. I ate no delicacies or meat or wine entered my mouth, nor did I anoint myself at all for the full three weeks. On the 24th day of the first month, as I was standing on the bank of the great river, that is the Tigris, I lifted up my eyes and looked, and behold, a man clothed in linen, with a belt of gold from Uphaz around his waist. His body was like beryl, and, the f and his face like the appearance of lightning, and his eyes like flaming torches, his arms and legs like the gleam of burnished bronze, and the sound of his words like the sound of a multitude. And I, Daniel, alone saw the vision. For the men who were with me did not see the vision, but a great trembling fell upon them, and they fled to hide themselves. So I was left alone and saw this great vision, and there was no strength left in me. My radiant appearance was fearfully changed, and I retained no strength. Then I heard the sound of his words, and as I heard the sound of his words, I fell on my face in a deep sleep with my face to the ground. And behold, a hand touched me and set me trembling on my hands and knees. And he said to me, O Daniel, man greatly loved, understand the words that I speak to you and stand upright. For now I have been sent to you. And when, I had, when he had spoken this word to me, I stood up trembling. And he said to me, Fear not, Daniel, for from the first day that you set your heart to understand and humbled yourself before God, your words have been heard, and I have come because of your words. The prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me twenty-one days, but Michael, one of the chief princes, came to me for help, came to help me, for I was left there with the kings of Persia. And he came to make you understand 
that it has happened to your people in the latter days. For this, this vision came to me in the days yet to come. And that's where I stop my story, but you'll see, you see there, there's even more. If you can, yeah, just keep reading. Oh, okay. When he had spoken to me these words, I turned my face towards the ground and was mute. And behold, and one in the likeness of children of a man came touched and touched my lips. I opened my mouth and spoke. I said to him, who stood before me, O my Lord, by reason of the vision, pain, pains have come upon me, and I retain no strength. But how can my Lord's servants talk with me, talk with my Lord? For no strength remains in me, and no breath is left in me. Again, one having the appearance of a man touched me and strengthened me. And he said, O man greatly loved, fear not, peace be with you. Be strong and be, good, be of good courage. And as he spoke to me, I was strengthened and said, Let my Lord speak for you, for you have strengthened me. Then he said, Do you know why I have come to you? But now I will return to fight against the prince of Persia. And when I go out, behold, the prince of, of Greece will come. But I will tell you what is inscribed in the book of truth. There is none who contends by my side against these except Michael, your prince. Yeah, very good. It's an interesting story, isn't it? Yes, quite interesting. Yeah. So, <coughs> I mean, we, we've got this guy, Daniel, and what's, what's going on with him? What's, what's he, I mean, what's he going through? What's he doing? He seems to be fasting. Yeah, he's, so he's fasting. Why, why do you think he's fasting? Is he fasting to please the Lord? Maybe, yeah. Maybe, maybe he wants to find out what God wants from him. Yeah, there's all kinds of reasons that we fast. And here Daniel is, is fasting and yeah, seeking, seeking the Lord. So what happens to him? He sees a vision. Yeah, he sees a vision, and it's not interesting. Have you ever seen a vision? No. How about dreams? Have you ever had a, a dream? Yes, I've had dreams before. Yeah. But in none of them, I was as scared as Daniel. Yeah. Huh, interesting. Maybe sometime you can tell me about one of those dreams. But so he, he receives this, this vision, and... Yeah, he's, so what is, I mean, what is going on with him? What is he, what is he seeing? He's seeing an angel, it seems. Okay, he's seeing some, some kind of a messenger from God. That's interesting. And uh, yeah, so what is he, I mean, what's, what's going on with, with him, himself, as he's receiving this vision? He's trembling. Yeah, why do you think he's trembling? Well, I guess an angel must be scary. Okay, he's, he's afraid. I mean, whoever this messenger is, it must be frightening. Uh, if, he's, if he's trembling, he must be very afraid. What? I mean, why do you think he needs to be afraid? It must be because God is so great. Yeah, so God is, is really great. And if, if he comes to a man who, what, maybe he's sinful, a sinful man, he comes to to present a message to a sinful man, I would be afraid too, wouldn't you? Oh, yes. Yeah. But we, it's amazing that this messenger from God comes and talks with him. So who else besides this messenger is talked about? There's this prince. What is, what is that all about? I don't know. 
So this, I mean, it, it, it's described as the prince of Persia. Do you think that's, I don't know, does it, does it seem like it's a good, good thing or a bad thing? He seems to be a bad thing. Yeah, he seems kind of maybe like it's evil. So what do we, I mean, how do we know he's evil? What, what from the story? Well, he was withholding the messenger, and then the angel, Michael, had to come and help. Yeah, so he's fighting against God's messengers. He's fighting against God's angel, even. Man, what a terrible, terrible being. I mean, what, what could that possibly be? Any, any thoughts about who this ain't this prince of Persia might be? Well, the only one who was strong enough to fight with angels is demons or the devil, I guess. Yeah, so maybe it's a demon or, or maybe even the devil himself. And Wow, but it's obviously something that's very evil. And um, so he calls, he calls this prince of Persia. Um, he also talks about Michael. What does he say about Michael? He said that Michael came to help him. Yeah, came to help him, and, and he called him a prince. So it seems like he's kind of using this word prince as, as almost a substitution for an angel. Um, so Michael is an angel, and, and this, this prince of Persia, this angel of Persia, is some kind of evil force that's working against, against him. That's really fascinating. So... <clears throat> I mean, it's working against this messenger. Let's, let's think a little bit more about who this messenger is. I mean, you said it could be an angel, but let's, let's think a little bit deeper about it. Um, I mean, this, this vision, what does he see when he sees this vision? He sees a man. Yeah, he sees a man, and he's, he's clothed in linen, and he's got, yeah, he's just like, it's almost like he's on fire or something. He's got this body that's barrel and arms and legs like burnished bronze. That's really interesting. What else do we, do we learn about him? I mean, how does, what, what does he, first of all, just thinking about Daniel. Daniel's terrified and he's, he's interacting with Daniel. What's he doing for Daniel. He's coming to tell him something. Yeah, he's, he's brought a message. And, I mean, who, what about the message? What do you think? I mean, who is the message from? Oh, well, the message must be from God. It must be from God. How about, I mean, Daniel himself, he's, he's terrified. Does he stay terrified? figure in the appearance of a man comes and strengthens him. Yeah, so it, it strengthens him. So it, like he's terrified at first and then he, he like reaches down and picks him up and, and then he tells him to stand upright and he says, fear not. And then later on he's telling him, you know, it, it, Daniel responds to him and says, I, I've been strengthened because of you. So this, I mean, this messenger is, is actually strengthening Daniel and empowering him in this process. I mean, he starts out very afraid and fearful, and yet, yet this messenger gives him power. That's really amazing. And so how does Daniel address the messenger? What does he say to this messenger? 
Oh, I can't remember. Yeah, so in in the story, he, he also, I mean, he, he tells, he, what does he call him? Do you remember? Uh, no. We can look at it again. It says, the one having the appearance of a man touched me and strengthened me. And then before that, where is it? Yeah, so in the verses just before that, then I opened my mouth and spoke. I said to him right there, what does it say? Who stood beside me. And I said to him, O oh Lord, by the reason of visions, I have come. By the reason of visions, pains have come upon me, and I retain no strength. How can my Lord's servant talk with me, talk with my Lord? For now no strength remains in me, and I have no breath. Yeah, so he, he calls him Lord. Isn't that interesting? I mean, what, why would he call him Lord? It must mean that it is the Lord. Yeah, what, I mean, what does that mean to you? I mean, obviously, somebody greater than Daniel himself. Yes. So, I mean, it's greater than, you know, anybody that's around him. I mean, it, it could, could be a, an angel, like you had said, but maybe there's, there's more to it than just being an angel. I mean, if he's calling him Lord and he's giving Daniel the strength that he needs to stand up and not fear anymore, there must be more to this messenger than we might think. Have you ever heard of Jesus? Oh yes, he was a great prophet. Yeah, he was he was a great prophet and and yet he was also more than just a prophet. Uh, and in fact, there's one point that Jesus says to the people around him that even before Abraham existed, he existed. So, I mean, Jesus himself says that even before he came to the earth, he was in existence and was there. So, I mean, what this could be is it could be an appearance of Jesus coming to Daniel. Isn't that amazing? Mm, yes. I mean, what, what would that say about Jesus if he was existing even before and appearing to someone, to a prophet, Daniel, and Daniel's calling him Lord? It must mean that he's God. A Muslim wouldn't say that. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, we see that yeah, he's he's existed before, and and he's come and he's empowered empowered Daniel, and uh, yeah, this this is Jesus. This is one of the the times that we see Jesus even before he came to the earth. He was a great prophet, and yet he was also more than just a prophet. He was also God, because only God can preexist, and so. As we think about that, another, another thing that, that we see in this passage is that it, it's talking about this one like a son of man. Do you know that, that Jesus also referred to himself quite frequently? And he said, he called himself the son of man. So again, it kind of shows the same thing, that this, this is a, a good picture of who Jesus was. And I mean, so in this passage, in, in what's going on here, 
Daniel's being strengthened by Jesus. Do you think it's possible that if you were to come to Jesus, that you could also be strengthened? Yes, that is possible. How about, I mean, what, what is this, what is Jesus doing in here? What is he, who is he fighting against? The devil, I guess. Yeah, he's fighting against this evil being. I, we don't know if it's a, a demon or, or the devil himself, but he's fighting against him. And that's what Jesus has done when he came and lived on this earth. You see, Jesus came and lived a life of perfection to do battle against this evil one. And so when he came to earth, he, he lived a perfect life. And then he had to die and to take on our sins on himself. And kind of like what he's doing here, he's, he's strengthening Daniel. He's giving him the strength that he needs. That's what Jesus does for us through his death. And when we accept Jesus as our Savior, he then empowers us to be people who can live in his power, to have our sins completely wiped away. What do you think about all that? I mean, is this Jesus someone that you would like to get to know and learn more about? Uh, yes. I thought that this Jesus was just a prophet, but he seems to be more. That's right. He is more. And yeah, we can talk more about this if you'd like. There's... Um, I just live right down the road, and we can arrange some time that we can we can get together again. Oh yes. All right. Thank you. <laughs> I can take it. Yeah. So it's a dramatic way to kind of present the work that we're involved in. That's, that's a lot of what we do. We sit around a dasturhon. Unfortunately, uh, I wanted to be on the floor like we are in Tajikistan, but if I was on the floor, I, I was afraid, well, my wife was afraid that no one would be able to see you, so I changed it so we were sitting in stools. But yeah, this is, this is a lot of what we do. We sit around... We tell stories um, and we talk about, we, we bring those stories to a point where we can talk about what's important. Um, and, you know, Jamin was a very gracious Muslim <laughs> because not all the conversations are that easy. Um, some of them are. I mean, sometimes we, we talk about Jesus and because they have a respect for Jesus the prophet, um, we can we can have great conversations, and because they're very open to talking about religion, it's not not like here at all, where religion is a taboo. It's it's not something that you talk about. People are very willing to talk about religion, and um, and you may find that if you meet a Muslim here, um, that that they're very very open about what they believe, um, and they're eager to talk about it. And so, don't be afraid of talking with, with Muslims as you encounter them here because more and more Muslims are coming to this country and the, the mission field is, is coming here as well. So 
just an encouragement to you guys to, yeah, to be learning stories like, like this, and um, whether it's at your workplace or um, yeah, meeting someone that you haven't met before, just talking, talking in those ways, because that's, that's a lot of what we're doing in Tajikistan, but it's something that you can do here as well. So let's pray together as we ask the Lord to, to bless us in these things. Lord, we just come before you and are thankful for your word and how powerful it is and, um, yeah, the opportunity that we have to share your word with other people. I ask, Lord, that you would empower and embolden us to be people who speak of you first. Um, yeah, Lord, there have been many times in my conversations that I have not honored you first. And I, I just ask that you would continue to strengthen me and empower me to be someone who can share you uh, as the most important thing in my life. And we pray, Lord, that as we go out and engage with people in Boston Spa, Lord, that you would give us opportunities, that we would be looking for those times when we can talk with people about your word. Keep that at the forefront of our minds and our hearts, we pray. And that you would strengthen us, uh, that you would bind your word to our hearts so that we can learn it and talk about it. And I pray for your blessing on us as we engage in these things and desire to be people who proclaim you no matter where we are. We ask this in Christ's name. Amen.